0: Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon.
1: Hey everybody, get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and no matter when you're here or where you're at, you are in the right place at the right time. So settle in and get comfortable because you picked a fantastic night to come to our show. Tonight on the Sean Yankee Show, we're doing conspiracy theories and chill. It's the best and most fun night. We can open our minds and explore interesting ideas. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the Large Hadron Collider at CERN, the Alice Project. We're going into that and exploring just what it is they're trying to do there. What are they trying to do at CERN and getting into that. But I love hearing from you guys. So take part in the show. Feel free to comment and make sure to smash them shits. Hit that like button right now before you forget and share this out. Get this out everywhere you can. But let me know what you think about what we discuss and what we get into tonight. What your thoughts are on CERN or anything else we talk about. Or anything else you want to get into. You know, maybe this topic sparks another idea in your head. Bring it up. We could always go in a different direction. You never know where we're going to go. But it is important to help and support this show. So please do in any way that you can. If you can become a supporter, please do that. Patreon is the best way to support the show. Patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Become a supporter of this show and help us out. But this show is one of the last havens left for truth. That's why it's important to support it. We're in a time of mass deception and we put the truth first here. We believe that if it can be destroyed by the truth, then it should be. And this makes us unpopular because people don't really like the truth. The enemy fears it, and the sheep flee from it. But most people don't want the truth, really. They want constant reassurance that what they believe is true. They're not willing to challenge themselves. And when they realize they're wrong, they're not willing to correct it. A lot of people aren't willing to do that because they're set in their ways or whatever the reason may be closed off. But we live in a world where authenticity is met with rejection. And where speaking the truth is met with disdain and exclusion. We're bombarded with messages telling us to conform and to be like everyone else, but we must resist that temptation. We must be true to ourselves no matter the cost. And it takes courage to be authentic in a world that tells you to be fake. It takes courage to speak the truth when it's not popular. But it's the only way to create a better world. So stand up for what you believe in. Speak the truth. Be authentic. Walk this earth like God sent you because the world needs you. We need individuals who are unafraid to challenge the status quo. And who are willing to speak truth to power. People willing to make a difference. And that's how it's done. So if you're feeling called to be an agent of change, I encourage you to step up. Because we need you. We're at a moment in history where we can either choose to continue down the path of conformity and deception. Or we can choose to create a new world. And that's what we're about here. So, if that sounds good to you, welcome home. Welcome back. And everybody here at the live, hello to you. Everybody here on Rumble, which is our most important platform, that is the free speech, zero censorship platform that allows us to cover anything we want and get into anything we want. So, please support that platform if you can. But definitely follow us over there just in case, because sometimes things happen. We go down on Facebook. You know, nothing's ever happened yet on X, but something might. But no matter where you're at, hello. And even if you're here later on or listening to us on our podcast platforms, still take part in the show. I want to hear from you. I love hearing what you guys think and what's on your mind. But there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, uh, you got your Powerball ticket. Are you excited about Powerball? Is anybody here a lottery player? Like, really? You're really into it, you know? A lot of people are. A lot of people are. I know some people just get a Powerball ticket because of superstition or or whatever. And now that it's like at $1.7 billion, you almost got to get one, right? But people go and spend way too much money. You should see the people just standing in line to get lottery tickets. Spending money, I know they can't afford to spend, that they'll most likely lose. You know, it's such a scam on the poor, the lottery. In my opinion, it's so sad. Hey, Gabe. Welcome to the show, Gabe. That's our ambassador. And yes, Robert, we did start a few minutes late. My computer is really giving me a hard time today. I hope we're not glitchy and stuff. We may be. It really has been fighting me. I had to reboot like three times. I had an update, just a an update. It told me it needed update last night. I updated it. And today it's unusable. But, you know, most of my prep time was spent fighting with that. And we ended up being a little late because of it. But I apologize. I, I know you was waiting to see that intro. I'm surprised you were here early. The world is run by lunatics, Joan. But I was talking about the lottery. The lottery is such a scam. Because, like, right now it's at $1.7 billion. But if you win that, you're going to get, like, $700 million. The Fed wins the lottery. The Fed wins every lottery. It's such a huge scam. Yeah, Robert, I might buy a ticket. I might buy at least one, for sure. But, you know, I wouldn't go in and drop 100 bucks or... You know, thousands of dollars. You see people doing crazy stuff trying to win. They really see the lottery as a way out. It's sad because you got a better chance of being struck by lightning. I can see having fun with it. You know, that's not the only thing that people do with the lottery and stuff like that. You know, there's the scratchers. But the thing that's the saddest to me is those um, slot machines they got in every gas station now. Do they have that where you're at? Where I live, they have slot machines in, like, every gas station now. And you just see people sitting there, plugging away. Quarter after quarter, just pissing it away into a machine. Just hitting a button, watching a wheel spin. It's crazy. And... so is the news. I'm trying to figure out where to start here. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but it is the elephant in the room. You know, this stuff with Israel is is frightening. It really is. It has me concerned. I think Facebook just got kicked. I don't know why. I'm going to check and see. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. I'm not sure. Yeah, we removed your content. Same reason again. This is weird. It's it, it does this all the time. I'm going to show you just because it's really odd. So Facebook does this thing now where they'll shut your stream down and the reason they give you is that you were trying to get likes, follows or shares and video views in a misleading way. I guess maybe let's see the rule. We don't allow people to try to get likes, follows, shares, or video views in a misleading way. Examples of things we don't allow. Repeating the same comment. Getting fake likes, follows, shares, or video views. Or coordinating likes and shares to make something look more popular. Well, however we violated that, we violated it again tonight. I do the exact same thing every show. I share the same amount of times to the same amount of places. In fact, tonight I was a little short on time, so I didn't share as many times as I usually do. So I usually share it 11 times, and I shared it 7. So apparently I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, there it is. I dropped my vape, and it went, like, across the room. All right, I'm going to give people a little bit of time. Did you find us, Sam? Okay. We got kicked on Facebook. I'm soliciting likes again. You know how I am. I'm trying to get likes in a misleading way. But, yeah, it happened again. So, no Facebook tonight. We still have X... And Rumble. Nothing ever happens to Rumble. Rumble is the old faithful, old steady. So I'm going to give a little bit of time, though, for people to get over to Rumble. What I was talking about, though, is everything in the news. Literally everything has to do with Israel. And some people, more than others, are pushing really hard for war with Israel. Lindsey Graham thinks we need to have a holy war. need to throw the kitchen sink at this. I hope to see more pushback. I haven't seen much yet from our leaders. You know, they seem to be saber-rattling pretty hard. You know, and... Like, it's just such a serious thing. I I realize it's bad, what's going on and what you're hearing. But you got to remember that the first casualty of war is truth. There's horrible stories coming out of there. And I'm not saying that they're not true. I'm not really giving an opinion either way. I'm saying to be open to the fact that they might not be. That maybe we're being manipulated, you know, to push us into supporting a larger conflict. The babies thing. And Maybe I should explain what I'm talking about. I don't know if I already said it, but there's horrible stories coming out. And one of them is that Hamas are... Killing Israelis in their homes and cutting the heads off babies. That's horrible. That's horrible. Like you hear something like that and you're like amazed at how awful that is, right? Just for just a second, do you remember in the Iraq war when they were pushing to go to war with Iraq? Do you remember the babies in the incubators? That was not true. They made that up. That was a lie. And again, I'm not defending anybody or taking a side. I'm just saying you have to remember that they're liars. They're deceivers, and they have an agenda here. They, they're already pushing to move this into Iran, even though... Uh, From everything I'm seeing, even the Biden administration is saying Iran had nothing to do with this. They're trying to tie it to them, though, because we wanted to go to war with Iran forever. And also that would give us the backdoor into the greater global conflict that they seem to be pushing towards. It's all very frightening. And I just think the most important thing for everybody to do is to keep their calm and keep their head and realize that most of what we're being shown isn't true. And then you got to factor in this is terrorism, right? Is it fair for a terrorist organization to cause the torture and, and devastation of basically unarmed people? Like what Israel's doing right now, isn't it kind of disgusting to be bombing the shit out of people that don't even have a military? Is that how you fight back against a terrorist cell? I don't know. I don't agree with what's going on, but I don't agree with war. I never do. I think we should do everything we can to avoid it. And then, that's not even getting us started on the failure of intelligence. That reminds me so much of nine eleven. They seem to have allowed this to happen. Then you have other countries coming out in support of the Palestinians, like Russia. This is really big. It's scary. The implications, The uh, wh- what could happen here, how far this could go. You know, like my son today was asking me, and you know, this is just him worrying, but what the penalty is for avoiding the draft, if he was to get drafted and he didn't want to go to war, what, what happens? I don't know yet. I told him I would look it up, because I know Muhammad Ali did that, refused to go and took the punishment instead. But the fact that that's on his mind, that bums me out. It's frightening, though. With everything coming out of the media, it just gets more frightening. And like Night Owl saying, uh, apparently this Friday there's going to be a global jihad that they've called for. I mean, it's Conspiracy Theory Night. We haven't kicked off the segment yet, but you know I don't trust them. This doesn't seem real to me. It seems like a stage not a staged event, but an allowed event in the the vein of 9-11, even though I do think they pulled off 9-11. They, you know, at least allowed it. And that's what it looks like here, that they allowed this to happen and, you know, are giving it heavy media attention. And just the heavy, overhanded response and and who they're attacking. I don't understand why Israel is coming down so hard on the Palestinian people instead of hitting Hamas. But isn't that the usefulness of terrorism as an enemy? That they can kind of infiltrate and and hide and and be deceptive, and, and, you know, a lot of cases, like Jihad John, and things like that not even exist, or, you know, be a complete manipulation, or something where they can send in mercenaries to pull off things that they want done, and, and frame up different organizations for it, you know, different false flags to pull off their agendas, since terrorism is what that's for, and we've set up all these different terrorist organizations, and that's provable, like, Hamas was set up by Israel uh, to, at the time to combat Yasser Arafat, but it was just like we set up the Taliban. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot more researching and looking into what's going on before I, I could even attempt to have an opinion. I'm just against war. You know, and and the implications of this is just so huge. Anyways, to change gears. Not to push it aside or anything, but this is our night of the week to have fun. So, I think I've given enough time for people to come over and find us on Rumble. Looks like some people have at least. So, share this out. Let people know that we got kicked on Facebook again. And we're just over here on Rumble and X tonight. And it is Wednesday night and we got a lot to get into. I want to get into CERN with you guys tonight. So let's get started with Conspiracy Theories and Chill. Welcome back to Conspiracy Theories and Chill, y'all. On this episode, we are going to begin to unpack our series on CERN. I thought that we should start CERN out with what they are best known for currently, the ALICE Project. Now ALICE is an acronym for a Large Ion Collider Experiment. Now, It is one of the largest experiments in the world devoted to research in the physics of matter at an infinitely small scale large as in 40 countries, 173 institutes, 1900 known members. They are not kidding when they say that this project is large. The ALICE project is a huge undertaking in fact. Now the main goal of the ALICE project is to characterize the physical properties of the quark gluon plasma a state of matter that they believe was created under the extreme conditions of temperature and energy density created in nuclear collisions done at the Large Hadron Collider. Now such conditions are believed to have existed up to a few millionths of a second after the Big Bang, before quarks and gluons were bound to form protons and neutrons. Recreating this primordial state of matter in the laboratory and understanding how it evolves they believe will allow them to shed light on questions about how matter is organized and the mechanisms that confine the completely made-up concept of quarks and gluons you see they made up fake words to avoid the one that they can't say even as they masquerade around as him god that's the word that they won't say i will though and i'll say it a lot throughout our CERN project i think anyway The Alice Project, and much of CERN's agenda in fact, is to directly offend God, while trying to undo and alter his very creation. And I am serious. They want to play God. They won't say it, but that's exactly what they are saying and attempting to do. They want to make a mini Big Bang. You know, the bullshit narrative they give us as to how life and everything else came to be. The thing they base literally all of their other bullshit on, you know the one, the theory that nothing exploded nowhere and created everything, that one. And then they want to study how Big Bangs, which we just established that they made up, create things in life, etc. on and on. To put it plainly, they want to study how God creates by attempting to recreate the circumstances in which they think it all took place. Now, before we go any further, let me say just one thing. I know that all of this sounds insane and I wish that I was making it all up, but this is very real. It's happening right now, and they are even planning a 10 times larger version of Alice that they plan to launch in 2040. The second thing that I'd like to say in the very first of our CERN series is that they are waging war with God through CERN, and they will lose. So If y'all are ready, I'd like to begin our look into CERN by going into the rabbit hole of the ALICE project. Let me let CERN tell you what they say it is.
2: We are here in the clean room of the Alice TPC, being right behind me, and I will introduce to you today the ALICE high-level trigger project. But before we go into details, uh, I want to show you a few numbers which are relevant for the understanding. Just take the TPC right here, It has about 320,000 analog channels on either side, uh, which are digitized at 10 bits and 10 megahertz altogether. That makes a data stream of three terabytes per second. There are other detectors in Alice, for instance, the TRD, which even produces 17 terabytes per second. This is far more than can be recorded by any existing computer system or storage system today. On the other hand, the governing principle of the physics behind is pure statistics. So many events happen quite frequently and it's sufficient uh, to record a certain number of them and any more are not interesting. So the idea is to select particular events out of the overall ensemble. And this is the purpose of a trigger. It selects the data coming from all the various detectors and in case of the high level trigger it does a full analysis of all events coming in.
1: That made no sense and I know that. Look. The science is going to go over your heads, but if you listen closely, it is because it goes over their heads too. In fact, their heads are so far up their own asses at CERN that they spew nonsense with a confidence that I've not ever seen before in my whole life. It's frighteningly fascinating. Let me show you what I mean. This is a CERN scientist explaining some of the technology of the Large Hadron Collider, specifically the FOSS spectrometer.
3: I'm a professor from the Kurchatov Institute in Moscow, Russia, and I'm the project leader of the FOSS spectrometer of the ALICE experiment. FOSS is uh, actually the abbreviation of the photon spectrometer, and that is why it is called FOSS. uh, this is one of the main detectors of the ALICE experiment. Actually, the main purpose of this first spectrometer is to detect electromagnetic uh, radiation from the core gluon plasma object, which will be created, or fireball, which will be created during the uh, lead-lead collision at the LHC. And uh, this is a very important signal of the quark plasma of, of any obje, object, actually, and so the main goal of this detector is to determine the temperature of the initial stages of the fireball, or hopefully the plasma, the quark plasma, by measuring the spectrum of the uh, photons which are irradiated by by this fireball, and. Uh, it is situated here, at the bottom part of the ALICE detector, and it looks like that. You can see it here. It, con- it, is, it consists of five independent modules, and the basic unit of the photon spectrometer is so-called crystal detector unit, which is lead state crystals, which I assume you have seen already before. And, uh, then we have this photo uh, readout of uh, uh, Avalanche photo diet or APD with a, a sensitive pre And the force module consists of five such so-called uh, detector consists of five such uh, so-called force modules.
1: I do like that he's just so damn Russian that he can't even sell the nonsense correctly. But he does do his very best to attempt to do it. See this is their magic device that they have built to try to study the many big bangs that they create in order to study them to try to understand how reality works. Because they can't. They can't figure it out. Most things are empty space and they don't know how that is and how they stay solid and how they sit on top of each other and they don't understand anything really. When you listen to them talk, you find out that's true, but that reason for that is they can't accept God as the answer to the question. So they insert crazy amounts of nonsense in order to fill that enormous void that is left by removing the correct answer from the equation. But they know that too though, and it's very clear that they do. They know exactly what they're doing at CERN. And it's very in your face. They don't hide it. They're right out in front about it, in fact. I was telling the story of CERN to Zach, and I was trying to get him to understand it, but he didn't get it. And it wasn't because I wasn't explaining it right. It's because it's crazy until you understand that they are actually trying to do what I'm saying they're trying to do. They are trying to split the veil, for instance, They are trying to bring entities through from other dimensions. What are you hearing when you hear those things? Because they say them. They say those things. They say things like that. They say that's what they're going to do. Create a big bang. They say that the ten times larger one will be able to create one matching the big bang. They think they're going to have that much power. You know, What if this is our Tower of Babel? Our Times of Noah event where we try to pull something off again where we try to touch the sun and defy God and spit in his face. What if that's this? The images that are playing out on the screen right now are taken from CERN's own promotional propaganda and a ritual that actually took place on the most high profile area on their own complex in front of that giant Shiva statue. And it was even being filmed from within their very own building now the ritual that they deny is a real ritual, because they no longer deny that it happened. It is a real video, they admit that. They just say now that it's a prank. But this slick demonic movie filmed at CERN that you're going to also be seeing clips from here, they own that project 100%. They're even proud of that one. Well, it's just art, you know. Just a metaphor, really. It's not literal at all. Except it is. Like, watch it. Watch the whole thing. You know, look at the clips I'm showing from it. You can see it's a ritual to a demon to open a portal. It's it's a dance even. It's, it's Luciferian 100%. This is in direct defiance of God. But they say it ain't. And they do a lot of that at certain. They're trying to undo the fabric of reality. And they think that we can recreate and study the creation event. You know, the one that they made up the word Big Bang to explain away and the nowhere, nothing, everything, nonsense shit, that, but they're not Luciferian in their agenda, no. They don't want to defy God. They they make many creation events and they just do it at will and study them, but they don't want to defy God. They're not claiming to be like God at all. Or for instance, the giant Shiva statue. Uh, that the supposed fake ritual is happening in front of, for instance. Very high-profile goddess of destruction statue out in front of the place with the toy that they think can break down the god particle that is holding everything in existence together to destroy reality as we know it. You know, up becomes down, black becomes white, everything stops being solid, who in the hell knows what? But we aren't maniacs bent on freeing demons here at CERN but we say we're going to bring things through from other dimensions. But what are we talking about? We aren't trying to split the veil, but oh wait, we are. A CERN scientist said those words in an official CERN propaganda video that they wanted to be able to split the veil. Now what do you mean by that? I couldn't believe it, but they say a lot of crazy things, those CERN scientists. And they also heavily play up the occult while simultaneously downplaying it. Kind of like they're rubbing the truth in your face. They talk out of both sides of their mouth constantly at CERN. But for now, guys, let's just get back to our current rabbit hole here at CERN for a bit. The Alice Project. What do they, CERN, say they're seeking to do with the Alice Project? What are their goals? In their words, I'm going to let them tell you. And then I'm going to tell you what I think about this whole thing. We're going to wrap it up and I want to talk to you guys about it. I want to hear what y'all think about this.
4: Particles collide at nearly the speed of light to study the quarks and other particles. Many of these particles only existed in the early universe for a fraction of a second after the Big Bang, when all the energy transformed into matter. In CERN's accelerators, we can recreate conditions that existed just after the Big Bang and shed light on such questions as Why do particles have mass? What is the nature of dark matter in the universe? Why did matter triumph over antimatter in the first moments of the universe, making our existence possible? What was the state of matter just after the Big Bang? Four gigantic instruments called particle detectors will study the data from the LHC collisions in search of the answers to these fundamental questions. The experimental and theoretical study of these conditions allows us to understand the fundamental laws of nature and to unveil the ultimate mysteries that govern our universe. In the course of their research, CERN scientists have often come across discoveries that have affected our everyday life. The technology used for particle detectors is at the origin of security scanning equipment and several medical applications. And the World Wide Web was invented at CERN in 1990 by the British scientist Tim Berners-Lee. The web soon grew beyond the world of particle physics and has become our primary repository of information, changing and improving the way people interact and communicate. To treat these massive amounts of data produced by the Large Hadron Collider, physicists, together with experts from industry, are building a web of cooperative computing called the Grid. The grid will allow thousands of research centers and universities to share their data storage resources and computing power, transforming the Internet into a giant global supercomputer and building capacity for the science of tomorrow. The
0: next step in the hunt for new physics is to build an even bigger machine. People expected for 40 years before the Higgs was discovered that the Higgs could not be a lonely elementary particle. It would have to come along with a lot of other things in order to give a coherent sort of rational explanation for the origin of its mass. And the big surprise since July 4th, 2012, when the Higgs was uh, triumphantly discovered, is that that has not happened. So that's really sort of four decades of a certain paradigm for what's going on with the physics associated with the Higgs that has not worked out the way theorists imagined that it would. And that's, that's kind of fascinating. I think uh, the last time something of this degree of surprise happened to theoretical physics probably a little over a hundred years ago. What nature has in mind for what the Higgs is about is something different than what theorists had in mind. While theorists are very confused about it, the program for experimentalists is completely clear. When you run into a kind of elementary particle you've never seen before, you've never seen anything like it anywhere in physics before, you just put the damn thing under a microscope and you study it to death. It's pretty remarkable that we need to build enormous machines that produce an incredible amount of energy to probe the smallest things in the universe. And the push towards higher collision energies to discover new particles is connected to Albert Einstein's famous equation, E equals mc squared.
3: There's an equivalence here between energy on one side and mass on the other side. When we collide two particles, we gain access to the kinetic energy they carry And out of this kinetic energy, new particles can be made according to Einstein's relation. And of course, the higher the energy that we bring into this collision, the higher the mass of a particle that is forming out of this energy can be.
0: To get more juice out of the machine, CERN shut the LHC down for performance upgrades. They're working on cranking up the luminosity.
3: Luminosity is a measure for the quality of a collider. And in some sense, it tells you how many collisions per second this collider can provide.
0: When two of the elementary particles have kind of a head-on collision, And you can tell that that happened because the the results of the collisions uh, come out at larger angles relative to the beams. But it's still an incredibly messy and kind of complicated environment. And even when we produce new elementary particles, like the Higgs, they don't come out wearing a name tag saying, I am a Higgs. They they decay in a blink of an eye. It's the results of those uh, decays that then our experimental colleagues have to sort of sift through, like uh, looking for a needle in a haystack in order to actually see the evidence
4: Scientists believe that a second run of the LHC could produce or detect miniature black holes, which they argue could point to entire universes hidden away in higher dimensions folded into our reality. It all comes down to some pretty theoretical science known as gravity's rainbow. I know, it sounds awesome. The basic idea is that gravity doesn't bend light equally, but instead affects each wavelength proportionately. To summarize the paper, this means that earlier attempts to find miniature black holes in the LHC weren't using enough power because the scales had shifted around these objects. Now the LHC will be powered to its highest ever energy levels, about double those of its last run, and if these scientists are right, the new run could uncover black holes tucked away in dimensions beyond the four that we interact with in our daily lives. As soon as more information or alien monsters come out of the hunt for miniature black holes, we will let you know.
1: So there's some of the science from the CERN science perspective for you guys. It's confusing as hell and you have to listen closely because they never fully say it. But did you hear it? Over and over again. I heard it. They are messing with things that they don't even almost understand. And they clearly want to attempt to play God. This article here on screen is actually about one of their physicists worrying of the evil that is being done by them at CERN. Listen to this from the piece, Dr. Edward Mantle, a specialist in particle and subatomic research who studies very, very small particle interaction at CERN, ALICE, was involved in an incident on January 15, 2014 at CERN that may have secretly changed reality as we know it. Well he's worried that it did anyway. It could have, he says. He thinks that it did. It is what they're trying to do there. Did they take us to another dimension? Have they brought entities through from another reality? They think that Alice can open portals and take us to other dimensions. They think they can intermingle dimensions even. They think that they can alter God's creation at will. They are wrong, dead wrong, but so is what they're messing with. CERN is an evil entity with unclean intentions loosely pretending to be science when really it's more supernatural in nature what they're doing than it is scientific. Alice is the CERN project that we all know best and the one to come dwarfs Alice by 10 times and will give them, they believe, the power needed to recreate the ultimate creation event that set all life into motion by God. They think they're gonna recreate the Big Bang. I believe that they will fail, but they are set to wage this war with God and will continue to push to alter His work with their fancy gadgets that they have been developing for thousands of years. Well, I say thousands of years, but they say since the 60s. You know, right around the time they tell you that the Montauk and MKUltra programs wrapped up. Let me leave you with a section from the statement given by that CERN scientist, Dr. Mantle, about the evil being done at CERN. In his own words, he said, that the public has been told that it was constructed at a cost of tens of billions of euros for the purposes of studying the birth of the universe and the collisions that take place within the Collider, and that that allows us a quick glimpse at certain phenomenon that can only be witnessed when particles hit one another at incredibly high rates. This is not What the machine was designed for nor is it what the machine has been used for since its inception cern's main purpose for building the collider was to well it was to open a doorway allow me to explain the doorway idea came to fruition in the 1960s you're gonna hear a little mon talk in here he goes on to say After years and years of attempting to hide UFO phenomenon, including large-scale and very public interactions such as the Roswell Incident and the Battle for Los Angeles, the governments of the United States, Great Britain and France decided to throw their weight behind the understanding of what precisely these objects were. These ideas flew far and wide. Were UFOs from another planet? Were they from another time? Or were they simply mass hysteria and mass delusion filled by the overactive imagination of a public who were shit scared of communists and their technology? No, they were none of those. Our universe is but one page in a large book. Think of a closed book sitting on a table. You see each page stacked on top of one another, bound by the spine and sandwiched between the two covers. Our universe is but one page in a vast and all-encompassing book. And our page is certainly not the one with rich, in-depth thought and writing committed to it. Every page in the book represents a different dimension, each with its own unique writing, own unique story, own unique way of isolating itself from the other pages. And no page was to interact with the other, just as no ink bleeds from one page to another in a standard book. Each page is a universe unto itself and within a few short years of mathematical research and fleets of scientists working under threat of extermination, should they share any of their research, the book idea was finally cemented. Though many disagreed, the mathematics were there to support the idea, and the mathematics also showed that it was impossible for one page to interact with another. That was until the 1980s. During the 80s, billions of dollars of research was funneled into the idea that if we used enough energy, if we used enough force, concentrated into a small enough area the size of a pinprick we could theoretically tear our page and get a glimpse of the next page to ours we could open a door from our universe to theirs now that is from a CERN physicist who worked with Alice and the other projects at CERN someone who really knows what they're messing with there and you heard it there right I know that you heard it that time He said it as plainly as any scientist working at CERN is ever going to say what they are really attempting to do there. They want to undo God's creation and they will fail. Now this has been the first in our series on CERN guys. The next CERN video will be coming really soon and we'll focus on another sub-project of CERN. I find the subject matter in the CERN series very disturbing and I'm sure that you do too. But I want you to know, and I tried to state it multiple times in the video, they're going to fail. They will not succeed. Did they succeed in the first Tower of Babel? Because I believe this is our generation's Tower of Babel. They are attempting to pierce the veil. You heard him say it. They wanna look at the next page. Well, we don't get to do that. And they're not gonna succeed. But they are messing with things that are dangerous. And we need to bring attention to what they're doing there. They have a free pass to run wild with technology they don't even understand. But thanks for watching this episode of Conspiracy Theories and Chill. Please like and share this video out with your friends and family. And remember to subscribe to our channel before you leave. I'll see you guys next time, right here, with a brand new video. Have a blessed day, y'all. All right, so that was Alice, a CERN project. The first video in what is gonna be a series. That video is like two years old. I should have had the next one out by now, but I will. I'll get the next. I haven't figured out which one I want to cover next. You know what other series I started on and still need to get back to, and this ties into it: the Montauk series. I need to get back to that. There's a lot of stuff I need to get back to doing uh, that I started. The Egyptian, here, the pyramids. We started that. There's more we can get into with those, too. There's a lot of things we can revisit and expand on that we've covered in the past. But that was the Alice video. And like I was saying in the comments during the video over on Rumble. So I was hanging out with you guys over there. And by the way, hey, Gabe. Gabe was very upset when Facebook got taken down. Um, he did not understand what's going on. It didn't make a lot of sense. I'm sorry. Um, Facebook is a bullshit platform. That's the best I can give you. You know, it's a they like to play little games. They move the bar. The goalposts is constantly changing. You can't follow the rules. They They kick the show, and we're over on Rumble now hanging out. The best place anyway. We all need to learn this because this is where we're going to end up. You know, it's gotten to be where Facebook's kicking us almost once a week. But Samuel was agreeing with me that, you know, he, he feels the same way I do, that they're actively trying to open portals and feeding the public a line of bullshit, but at the same time, mocking you to your face with these demonic rituals that they're having there all the time and, And the things that they're doing. You know. But there's a lot of connections there. To Montauk. You know. I think this research. Goes on all the way back. To the previous civilizations. All the way back to the pre-flood world. All the way back to the the hidden technologies that they dwindled out at the world's fairs and doled out, rather, and gave us what they gave us, and they kept what they kept for themselves. But this is all stuff that's ancient. It's been going on a long time. They're just trying again to do it with newer technology and newer ways of doing things. But it's nothing new under the sun, you know what I mean? This has been going on a long time. That's why I feel like it is our Tower of Babel. They're trying to, as they said, pierce the veil. They want to look through to the next page. Experience reality through another dimension. I, I can only imagine how far they want to push this. They want to tamper and mess with God's creation. that's what they're trying to do that's what they're about at cern and what's going on there and i think they rub it in your face with those rituals and ceremonies that they do there all the time you know and i think that one with the woman being executed in front of the Shiva statue i think that video was leaked on purpose i honestly do i think they got that out on purpose i think they rub our faces in certain things they They want you to know. They need you to know. they got to put it in plain sight. They have to tell you what's going on. It's all part of their black magic. And then our silence is our consent. But I think this is the same kind of technology involved in this, though, that Tesla was experimenting with. I do believe Tesla was a genius. I I believe he was a special person. But I just think he was, one, tasked to try and unlock this technology that they found. They had discovered this stuff, and he was trying to unlock its potential. And then, two, I think Tesla's kind of a figurehead. Someone they attach all of this too, so that you only look in one place, and you don't really look into that. This was probably huge amounts of government support behind all this research, and as well as devious things done in the name of this stuff too. That they don't want you to know about or look at, but they just corporatized all this stuff. You know, a lot of the Montauk stuff, I think, is being done at CERN and other organizations. They never stopped. Just like I don't think MKUltra ever stopped. They're still doing all of that stuff. They've just moved it to the private sector so they can have more freedom. computers being so sluggish like i think everything's going okay i think the feed's fine but everything's so slow for me and then a lot of things aren't showing up the way they should look so they kind of look weird and i'm just trying to be secure in the fact that the stream looked good to me when i was down there walking looking at the video but hopefully it's good for everybody But I do want you to let me know what kind of topics you would like to see covered coming up on Conspiracy Theories and Joe. Let me know what kind of things you want to see us get into. And uh, we can get into them. I'll bring back the polls. Is that something that you missed? The only place you can really do that is on Facebook, though. Maybe I can get one going on Gab. I'm going to check and see if I can do a poll on Gab. And if I can, that would be a reason to come to Gab to vote in the poll. And we'll hold it on Gab. But we need to start getting more different topics coming up. Babels had one that she brought up to me. I got to keep looking into it though. It had to do with uh, a disappearance. Well, they found him, but he was found dead, and it was under really weird circumstances. I forget the I forget the person's name, but he was leaving a party, and it was in the winter. And he was found with no pants, no shoes, and uh, no tracks around his body in the snow at all. Not his own or anyone else's. Very suspicious circumstances. So it's, it's a weird story, but then also two other people have died surrounding that same house he was leaving. So that's something I'm looking into. To get into in the future on Conspiracy Theories and Chill. But what's something you'd like to see? Let me know. And make sure to come back Friday night. Friday night is Yankee Rants. We're going to be getting into all kinds of stuff Friday night. Clearing our mind. And venting our frustrations with all the bullshit going on in the world. I'm going to try to anyway. It's very hard for me, you know... Sometimes to cover the news, especially right now. Uh, it's too real for me right now. In the way that, you know, I have three boys that are around draft age. And this is some frightening stuff. I realize it's that's jumping like five, six, seven steps ahead. But this is the start of something like that, you know. And lunatics like Lindsey Graham aren't helping anything. With calming my nerves down, making me feel better that we're going to react with reason here, but it's very emotional, some of it's extremely awful and I can't blame people for getting emotional but I do have to remind you that that is what they do, to manipulate your emotions and they're liars. So just remember the first casualty of war is the truth, and we're under complete attack from weaponized propaganda from all sides, all the time anyway. So when they're trying to lie to us, it's even more, it's more magnified. It's more powerful. Just keep your guard up. Pray on it. Make decisions as best you can. Just Navigate this is, is is to the best of your ability. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I gotta I gotta look into it more. I gotta I gotta spend more time trying to form a real opinion. It's hard though, because like I'm saying, a lot of the information is bad, unreliable, changing. See, it bums me out. I don't like it. It's too real. It's too real, and I just. I don't like war. The idea of it, I just feel like they tried and tried and tried to get the Ukraine war to stick and to get us to push for further escalations of a of a hot war with Russia. And no one took that bait. So they're changing lanes and moving over to Israel to use that as a backdoor to get their global conflict. But I'm a crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. I just feel like we should have our guard up. The military-industrial complex would love nothing more than to have some endless war. They're feasting at the buffet right now. They're salivating. But we're going to get into that all on Friday. So I'll be looking into stuff and, and getting it all framed out so we can vet our frustrations. So Come back for that. But have a great rest of your evening. Thanks for watching tonight. Thanks for hanging out. I'm glad you found us on Rumble, those of you that did. Sorry about Facebook. But have a great rest of your evening, and God bless. (laughs)